Okay, you want regular spicy? Regular. Don't give me any spice. No spice. Okay. I don't do well with spice. Okay, okay, okay. Jesus. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm going to put no spice. No spice. Do you think this is like conducive to your life now? No spice? Um, Just my stomach more than my whole life. What about your love life? <laughs> Mild. Pretty bland. <laughs> Mild. Because she only wants me to come over when she makes soup. She never calls me and says, I made this giant steak. I just made this great chicken dish. She said, Mike makes soup. Oh, I just made this stew. It's always a liquid-based situation when Taylor invites me over. And I just want, I want her to, Taylor, start <laughs> inviting me over for solid food. That's what I want this podcast to know. And now we can start it. I honestly don't like you saying liquid-based ever. <laughs> yeah, me either, Kelly. That's why I'm talking about it. So as you can tell, we have Shannon Ford here this week. I am so excited. I know you guys are excited because it's been a while since we've heard from Shannon. It's been a hot minute. It's been a little bit. Since well, maybe with you, not like you hear from me all the time on my own social media probably. Right. Very vocal. Yeah. Right. She's kind of loud. Kelly actually just told me out of – she said, you have a, we were testing the sound, and she said, wow, you have a lot deeper voice than I thought you did. Compliment. Compliment, right? Is it? So what's Shannon Ford been up to? I know we see you throwing vitamins on yourself, taking photos. Okay, true story. Everyone thought those were condoms. I thought it was a condom. Everyone was like well, – Taylor commented and was like, at Trojan Man. And I was like, no, 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 Because it was a sponsored post, so I couldn't exactly be like, guys, whoa, fuck, this is not what that is. So I had to, like, keep it PG. But, yeah, that was a really big – that's that's how you don't influence people with vitamins. Make it look like you're covering yourself in condoms. And I'm so inappropriate all the time that people are probably like, oh, look, there's Shannon covered in condoms. Not surprised. Like, No, that's uh, funny. They were vitamins, just if anyone's wondering. So what's Shannon been up to? Just that. I mean, honestly, doing a lot of like social media stuff, trying to grow that. Um, you know, guys know I'm like super bad at social media, so definitely not thriving. Psych. Like, it's so funny. We were like, what are you doing these days? I'm like, oh, contrary to fucking popular belief, I'm good at social media. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, you're good at you're good yeah, at it. Yeah, my own. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I'm just good at, I'm good at my own. <laughs> Singular. So we got a bunch of people to ask questions. Really excited about it. None of these questions are written by me. Some of I them, kept asking, are these written by you? And she's like, no, no they really aren't. No. So first thing I'm going to say... How do you deal with negative comments? Because I feel like I see you yelling at trolls pretty often, but I get one bad message and I'm sad for like two weeks and I can't imagine how many you get, honestly. Yeah, I, you know, I actually just got a notification as you walked through my door that said, <laughs> that said Instagram has removed your comment. It goes against our community guidelines. And I was like, shit, I really got to get a hold of myself. So um, sometimes my approach is not the most politically correct. I think that one was one of me sticking up for my best friend's infant saying that I was going to cut their head off. So, you know, don't make threats on social media. It'll get removed. It's against community guidelines. But I think I just like, they make me mad. I, I don't think I'm ever a person that gets sad about it. Like, I don't know if that's a flaw in my personality or if that like, if a psychologist was listening to this, they'd be like, oh shit, that's bad news. But like when so someone says something mean to me, I'm not like, that makes me really sad. I'm like, that makes me so mad. I can't wait to say well, something back to them. You're, you're not Scorpio. Oh, see, I'm a big Instagram gal. I'm not a big, I'm not okay, a- Okay, you're I'm like, seven, right? I'm, an, I'm a seven, yeah, yeah, I'm a seven. I'm a two. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. I get it. I react like I'm going to cry for a little bit. I just like Instagrams because they like dive into your actual personality. I don't like I know that some people are super into um, 
star signs and stuff, I just can't like get behind the whole like, this is the month I was born to. This means to act this way. It's like, I know a girl that has the same birthday as me and she's fucking so boring. <laughs> <laughs> she's not the same as me at all. She's quiet. She's like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. So, but Enneagram's personality stuff. So yeah, I really, I definitely think I react with negative comments in a negative way, but it helps me. It's just like what makes me feel better. I'm like, you know what? If you're going to put yourself out there and I get a lot of backlash for it because people are like, yeah, but you're saying you're trolling these people and putting their names on there mm-hmm. and you're screenshotting their names and you have this huge platform and they don't. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like if they wanted to be ballsy and have like, you know, the kahunas to come to me and say these things, then like, guess what? Like I'm going to like say it back to them. But now I have to be careful because I think, and you actually have another question on here. I'll read. We're in someone, this one right here. That's what I was going to go into. If you want to go into that one now, I yeah. can say, I'll have a funny spin on this question. You can ask it now. So what I was going to say is obviously you have this big platform and you have an influence over your followers to a point. I mean, I'm not out here buying vitamins, but I'm into it. She will before she leaves here, <laughs> folks. <laughs> but how do you sift out people who want to hang out with you for the right reasons and want to hang out with you for more than just a story shout out? Okay, so I feel like I don't deal with that so much. Maybe like, like honestly, like once in a blue moon, obviously that's like going to happen. Like I'm not like fucking like parasilin or anything. So it's not like people are seeking me out for that. And it's pretty obvious for me. I'm a good judge of character so that only happens once in a blue moon I sift through it it's easy for me what I have to sift through is when people say negative things now because I always call people out people sometimes will say stuff and I know I know they just want me to screenshot them and put them on my story to call them out to like get attention or something so like sometimes when people send me really mean ones I personally love to like go in and respond to them and be like I'm not because sometimes people will be like screenshot this and put it on your story I don't give a fuck and they're like say something really mean and I'm like oh my god you can cuss oh can I okay (laughs) oh oh can I gee thanks mom um yeah they'll be like post this don't give a fuck and I'll be like okay I'm not like I'm not going to because that's what you like that's what you want and you you never want to give the trolls what they want so if trolls think they're making you sad then you get mad and if trolls think they're making you mad and you're gonna post about it then don't post about them like I just love to give do the opposite of what they think I'm going to do but it's such a catch-20 because then people are like you shouldn't give them attention don't give them platform and then I'll have people that are like you should post to your followers that send you nice messages and that is so true and I struggle with that because like I try I try to I still do post nice messages because I get so many nice ones really mm-hmm. I do I'm so popular but I get I get nice ones obviously and I'm just like man I should post more of those because I more nice than mean for sure so is it hard to turn off, like, Shannon Ford, the Instagrammer? Do you know what I mean? Like, because Laguna Biatch is yeah. not Kelly. No, no, it's not. You're, so, yeah, yours isn't. Yeah. I don't know. I think you're, I think you're more of a, a character on, like, I get yours for, for sure. Like, earlier mm. she was like, I got to turn on Laguna Biatch. And I was like, I'm scaled. <laughs> I was like, please, please no. And so I, like, I get yours. I think it is not hard for me to turn off Instagram, Shannon. It's, it was... Uh, because that kind of is, I know this is frightening, but that kind of is me in real life. I think very cavalier Shannon, it was completely different. And Mm -hmm. that like, after I would film for like, you know, like 10 hours or something that day, sometimes I'd be like, oh, okay, maybe not 10 hours. That's kind of crazy. After I'd film like all day, basically with all these people and I'd be such a twat and such a bitch just because like that was my role. Like when I did that, sometimes I'd be like, okay, whoa, 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 chill. You're not that girl anymore. Like turn that off. Like, but, you know, like, I was only on the show for one season, so it wasn't that hard to navigate. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, frighteningly so, I'm kind of the same in real life to the point that my boyfriend will sometimes be like, you need to fucking chill. 
Yeah, you need to calm down. Mm -hmm. So speaking of you need to calm down, I did not write this question. I feel like you did. I didn't. It was given to me. (laughs) What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Okay, so I just really love her new album right now. I'm sure I have another song I love, like Bad Blood or Look What You Made Me Do. I love those songs, but right now, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but it's nice to have a friend. Oh, I that's love sweet. that song. I don't need, like I just love the way it sounds. I love the way she sings it. Like I love that song. It sounds like um, Big Little Lies when it starts. Okay, the yeah, intro yeah, yeah. To it sounds like Big Little Lies, but I just really, really love that. It's nice to have a friend by her. All right, and that's not me being like mushy, being like <laughs> I want a friend. I just like really love that song. So how did we become friends, Shannon? Oh, I think nice I I scared I scared Shannon into being my friend. No, you didn't. You didn't. She loves to be like, you must be my friend or no one on the internet will like you. And she's like, and that's how I became no. friends with Shannon. You were like, I can get people. Well, like I was you. really drunk at the very Cavallari premiere. Let's be okay. clear. She was really drunk and all of our families had flown in from like God knows where. And she's like, why isn't anyone inviting me into VIP? I matter. And then we were like, we know you matter. We like are busy. We didn't see and you. And I was mean know. as shit on a live. She was but anyway, but anyway. Anyway, she was vodka Kelly. It's not her fault. It's not her fault. But anyway, we did a live and then we just kind of got along. So I thought Shannon lied to me and I got really that mean. That still scares me to this day. Like literally. And that's why she's my friend because she's frightened. Because <laughs> I'm scared of her. <laughs> no, I like genuinely, once I got to know you, realized that you are someone that's a good listener, someone that I would actually just like love to hang out with outside of like doing an Instagram live or doing a podcast. Like we have done that together m- multiple times. So yeah, I think we've told each other things that, like, we can trust each other with. Yeah, and, and things that have no correlation with, like, the show or pop culture. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Real-life things mm-hmm. that are just, like, real. So, it's, yeah. nice, it's nice to have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> are you sick of engagement questions? When's John gonna... You know, yeah, I mean, he and I will get engaged, like, whenever it happens. But I, I'm, like, I, it's not that I'm sick of them. It's just, like, guys, I know. I want him to proposed to but like chill because maybe if he keeps reading these he won't no I don't know I mean it's fine I'm yeah they're a little they're getting a little old so I promise very Cavallari's coming but I want to wait a minute before I ask you about it okay do you still get recognized yeah I mean I do and I I really I definitely still get recognized people will come up to me and say like Uncommon James and I'll say what like I was literally <laughs> at brunch the other day and someone goes oh, oh my god Uncommon James and I go that's a place I used to work and they're like you're on the, like, you know, it's funny when they, like, forget my name. I'm like, those are the ones that I'm like, shut up. Like, if you know me, come over and say you know me. Yeah. But if you just are, like, hammered and are like, I see TV show you on, like, then, like, It's you not know, nice to do a, it's like, not nice to do an impression of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, just, like, you know, like, if you actually know me and you want to talk to me, whether it be from the show or whether it be from following me on Instagram, like, absolutely come and talk to me. And I know for a fact that I've never been, like, mean to anyone that's come over and talked to me. I love when people, I love being relevant, like, talk to me I want to be relevant but like you know if you're just some random person that's like wait what's your name I think you're famous I'm like okay no like no is famous like a weird word for you to say out loud because you obviously get recognized I'm not famous I think I'm recognizable is a great term for it I don't think I'm famous by any stint at all I think you really have to be like actually I think you have to be actually famous to be famous. <laughs> I think people just are like in the moment. And they're like, you're famous. And I'm like, okay, no, I'm like recognizable from a show. But right. also, you know, when the show first came out, like we'd be out and like, you know, I would just get recognized so much. I think I have bright red fucking hair. I don't wear like schmocks out. Like I usually wear something absurd. I, I'm tall. Like 
I'm easily recognizable. You stand out. I stand out. Like, and that's not a personality thing. Sure, yeah, I have a like outlandish personality, but on top of all that, like, I'm a tall redhead. That's pretty recognizable. So, like, I will say, I'm sure that plays into it for sure. Other than just being on a TV show and being on Instagram, like, got bright red hair. Can't miss me. So, so let's talk about. We'll talk about very cavalry now. What is your side of things? Because. It looked like you stopped showing up to work. It looked like you stopped caring. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I um, I can be very frank and say that, like, I had no obligations to be in office. Like, I actually felt silly sometimes when I would go to the office. Like, I felt like people would be looking at me like, why is she even here? Because my job was not in office. So I think when I get really upset about that last episode, I get upset because I'm like, you guys made it look like I just didn't clock in as if I, like, clocked into work. Like... I don't, I never had to be at Uncommon Mm -hmm. James. So I never didn't show up for work. As far as meetings go, I probably had like, once the show had taken off and this company got really big, like as we all saw, then we had like big corporate or not corporate, but Jesus, like company meetings. And we probably had four of those, like big, like 7 a.m. Someone brings donuts and orange juice. Like Brittany always brought like food, like whatever, like Mm -hmm. those sort of meetings where everyone had to be up early and be there. I was literally always like the first one there. Like, like, and I'm not saying that as in like, I had so much to do with it or say about it. Like we would all sit in a circle and they would go around and give each position a chance to talk. And when it got to like the, you know, we would have like a, like a, what do you call that? Like a program. Like it would say like, and now it's this turns person to talk, like whatever. And when it got up to the social media part, I'd be like, Hey guys, I'm like, as you know, I'm Shannon, I'm over social media. Like, um, basically just want to say, keep doing what you're doing. If you guys can do like, I would have like the smallest amount of things to say, like, I was such a small, like, really, I I don't know, like, as far as the meetings went, they were never a big deal, and I always came early. Like, they're making it seem like when they said I missed a staff meeting, like, that burns me up inside because I never missed a fucking meeting. I never missed a day of, like, a job. I never showed up late to a photo shoot. Like, I had a lot of responsibilities, and like I said, that was, like, the downfall of my, like, job there. I was not, like capable of doing all the things and whether that be because I had too much on my plate and anyone in my position would be able to do it or whether it was just that I did not have the skill set to perform it I'm not making an excuse like I just was not the person that was supposed to be doing all of this Mm -hmm. by any stretch like I needed to either be fired or be like demoted but all that being said like I still fucking showed up now whether I did the job well or not like that's fine Kristen can say I didn't do it well enough but like I fucking showed up I showed the fuck up and so it pisses me off when she says when I tell you like Kristen and I texted 24 7 it was pretty rare that we would call each other like it's 2019 people hate talking on the phone anyways but if Kristen Cavallari called my phone you better bet your bottom fucking dollar I answered right I answered her phone call so the whole like scene where she's like she doesn't answer my phone calls Brittany's like she's been screening my calls or whatever the script was at the time for them to say and I say script because like I'm sure like I don't know I don't think the producers like told them what to say or whatever but I just I know it wasn't real so that's why I'm saying the word scripted like the show wasn't scripted but I just say that because it wasn't fucking real. So I'm like, that part, uh, you know, I, I never missed a phone call. I never missed a text message. Like, I would send her multiple text messages without a response. Like, I didn't, like, it just wasn't true. Like, it just wasn't fucking true. So you can say I wasn't good at my job. You can you can say that. But I, you cannot say that I did not show up or do my job. Like, I just, yeah, I did. I just did it wrong. Did you feel like betrayed in a way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what hurt so bad. I was like... 
you like, and I've said it before publicly. I'm like, Kristen, you had so many reasons to fire me. Like stick with those real reasons. Like you could have gone on that episode and been like, I'm firing you because of this, this, and this. And I would have been like, Ooh, straight up did that. Like yeah. you right. Like it got to a point where I knew she was not firing me because she, you know, like I said, the transition between the season ending and the new season starting, that was like a three and a half, four months. And people don't see that. People don't know that there's four months in between filming a season. And I should have been fired like a couple weeks after the first season ended, but she didn't fire me because she knew that she needed to get it on camera. Right. And like, I don't know, like put some of your own money in it, have a camera crew fly down or some shit if you really needed to fire me because she should have so like I don't know she just she should have fired me a lot sooner than she did and I think that was like the demise of our friendship and our relationship and is that what hurts the most is you guys were friends we were oh my god yeah we were like actually friends and she talks about it all the time and like in her previous interviews like we were like sisters it's hard for me I don't you know I'm sure she's smooching it up for the cameras but like we were I mean we were like we were very good friends and then it became she was always my boss like I'm not gonna act like we were sisters like she was always my boss she started out as my boss but we we had a relationship in between that that was definitely a friendship and you know Mm -hmm. I it it was hard for me and I could get emotional about it if I wanted to because I did like I've kind of put up a wall now where I'm like I just got to get over it but like absolutely if I really think about it I used to stay up at night thinking about it and get upset and like cry because I just really was like wow this is just it's fucking over. Like, not only is the show over, my job over. Like, those. imagine, everyone listening, just imagine your two biggest jobs in life are just over in a, like, flash. Like, the show you were on that you gave all your energy to, you're ripped away from it. Your job that you gave all your energy to, even if it wasn't, you know, done the right way, you still gave all your energy to it, that's over. Now imagine someone that you, like, looked up to and was, like, your friend. Like, they just, like, it, like, stopped it. Like, they just ripped it away and... You know, I know they can say like, well, you did this too to like cause that. I'm not playing the victim. I'm just saying from a mental health stance, like I fucking kept myself up at night crying. Like, yeah, it sucked. It sucked. So how do you, so one question I get a lot for my podcast is how do you do with a friendship breakup? Obviously this with Kristen, it's on a whole different level, but like. How do you get over losing a friend? Yeah, I mean, I've lost friends way. I mean, I mean before, before Kristen. That, yeah, I've lost friends before Kristen, and it's never going to be easy. And I think breaking up with a friend is is just as hard as breaking mm-hmm. up with a boyfriend. And I think it's the same thing. Like you, if you know that you're not going to be friends with someone anymore, you know that you really need to cut it off, and you do not need to reconcile. Then you have to treat it like a dude you're breaking up with. You, you have to like not stalk them on social media. You have to not put yourself in a position to like run into them. Like there's a lot of instances with boyfriends and friendship breakups where you're like, I'm going to go here because I know they're there and I'm not going to talk to them, but I want them to see me. It's like, you can't do that bullshit. Like you just, I feel very attacked right now. No, me, I myself feel attacked because I am so guilty of that. I think we all do it. I'm guilty of that, but you have to like, you have to take your own advice. Like I am guilty of that, but I need to take my own advice of like, you have to like remove yourself. And I think that if anything I could say about Kristen and I, we have never had a single conversation other than, like I said, like she's texted me like a couple times being like, what's the password? Like random shit. Like you still are the administrator on our Facebook. Ha- remove yourself or figure out how we can, like, small stuff like that. But like other than that, we've never spoken. We've never seen each other. We've literally never seen each other face to face in over a year and a half since the day I walked out on camera from the office that day. And in a way that like hurt but then I'm like, wow, that was really good because it just cut it off. Like, right. I don't see her. She's not my everyday life. Like, other than if I creep on her on social media, like, 
she's not in my life. And that's really helpful because if I saw her every day at coffee shops or at a party or if we were friends of friends, like that would be so much harder. So if you have the capability or the, you know, the power to cut yourself off from the friend that y'all aren't friends with anymore, then cut yourself off. Like don't go to the same parties as them. Don't go to the same bars, you know, they're going to be at. Don't make yourself have an unhappy life because of that. But also, you know, don't put yourself in a position where you know you're just going to like have a moment. So one thing I talk a lot about is my lack of self-confidence. I talk about it on the podcast all the time. And you are one of the most confident people I've seen. I've met in person. Like you're very confident. I appreciate that. I mean, I, so where do you like, where do you get that? Like I always say false confidence gets you everywhere. Yeah. Oh my God. Fake it till you make it, baby. Yeah. And like get like 10 seconds of confidence, dude, do it. If you can, if you can pretend you're confident for like 11 seconds usually you'll put yourself in a position where you're like well fuck now I actually have to be confident so like that's what I like I mean I think I I am I am like at a point in my life where I feel confident in myself but oh my god I'm very like lacking of confidence in so many situations you know how many times I'm like oh shit I'm too dressed up for this event oh my god someone's looking at me and I know they know I'm that bitch from very Cavalieri so just fake it just fake it yeah fake it and then believe in yourself and fake it yeah eventually if you fake it by faking it you're most likely putting yourself in a position where like all of a sudden you have to actually be confident or else you're fucked so I think fake it till you make it and it's a really great like way to push yourself into being actually confident and then you know enough times of you faking it you'll be like whoa that wasn't that hard I actually maybe I actually am confident Mm -hmm. shit like yeah, I mean, but there, if you think for one second I don't fucking stand in front of the mirror naked like, what the fuck, like, then you're crazy because I do all the fucking time. So back to very Cavallari, are there any moments where you're kind of like, that wasn't me? Do you think you're portrayed correctly? Yeah, I mean, this is 100%. I Everything I said and did on the show came out of my mouth. Like, no one ever... I think maybe one time, maybe one time, there's this one clip that always gets played. And I'm like, they told me, they didn't tell me to say that, but they were like, what if you said this? And it was the clip where I was like, I love this job because it's not hard. Or this job is yeah, great yeah, for yeah. me because it's not, I don't have to do, I don't have to work. This job is great for me because I don't have to work. Mm-hmm. Some, I think that line, I was like, I don't remember coming up with that in my head. I think I remember someone being like, what if you said it like this? But other than that one time, which you have to think about the massive amounts of bullshit I said, like really everything came from me. So a lot of times people will be like, are you sad with the way you portrayed yourself? Are you this? Are you that? And I'm like, no, because I knew what I was saying. Everything was coming out of my mouth. Nothing mm-hmm. was edited weird. Other than that last episode, which really wasn't edited bad. It was just all the shit they lied about. That's what was crazy. I'm like, you can't even blame editing. You can't even be like, that was chopped weird. Like yeah. they just straight up lied that I didn't show up to events, that I did meetings and didn't answer phone calls. Like Everything else, I said it and I did it, but I was playing into the villain role. Like, mm-hmm. they needed a villain. I was happy to give that to them. No one forced me to be the villain. No one was like, we need a villain. You better do it. I was just like, look, do I want attention? Do I want to be, like, the breakout star of this show? All right, what usually does that? Either, like, something huge has to happen or you have to be the villain. So, like, I was the villain and I, I did that myself. Everyone was more than happy that I did that. And I owned it and everything I said and did was on me and I like I was not surprised every episode I was not like oh I was like yeah I remember saying that that was fucked up but I remember saying that 
Well, I remember at the premiere party, I came up to you and I'm like, you're a real bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah was, but you, but like, I was so expecting that. I wasn't that. mean, I wasn't, I tried not to be mean, but you were like, yeah, I'm playing a character. And I was like, okay, like. Yeah, you know. like I told, like, you know, John and I had just started dating whenever we were on the show. Like they caught us in the sec, like second, first or second month that we were dating. So when I, I oh, kept. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh my God, I kept, and he was such a good sport, but I kept telling him, dude, I'm going to meet your parents before the show airs. And he, his parents lived in Chicago at the time. And I was like, I got to meet him. I got to meet him. He's like, they'll love you no matter what. John's an only child. He's just like, they'll love you no matter what. What? And I'm like, no, 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 listen to me. Listen to me. I'm meeting your parents before this fucking show airs. And to be quite honest, I met them. It was great. It was wonderful, whatever. His mom told me later on that she was so thankful she met me before the show aired. She worked at a school at the time. Like she said, like, you know, people were saying things to her. And like, I was like, dang, dude, it was, it was small, like repercussions like that, that I was like, damn, I really did just like, you know, never going to really have a real job after this, I guess. That's why I'm like, Man, I better make this Instagram shit work. I don't really think a, a law office is going to hire me anytime soon. Like, yeah. you know, if you put yourself in a position to, like, be the girl that's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be the villain. Then you better go ahead and buckle up, bitch, because you just completely altered your future. The internet's yeah. forever. All the things your, you know, great aunts and moms and dads say, like, that's on there forever. It is. So luckily for me, like, I've, you know, convinced people that I'm, like, a nice functioning human outside of, like, the outrageous things I say. But... Yeah, you got to be ready for knowing that once you put yourself on national television, saying and doing all the things that I did as the quote, quote, villain, that your life is altered after that for sure. For, yeah. for at least, I mean, I guess like five to ten years. So where do you see yourself in five years, Shannon? God, your trans. I'm looking at these question <laughs> sheets and I'm like, your transitions are really something. Um, five years. I'll be 30. Ooh, I'm 25 now, so I'll be 30 in five years. I'm like, what will I be? 33? Probably still like literally the exact same. Shut up. No, I want to, I want to, I feel like I want like to be pregnant at least at 30. Like I want like, I want a kid. So I'll kids, uh, but I mean, I want to be like pregnant at 30. And I think it's so funny because kids before 30. No, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to put myself on a timeline because I think it's crazy because you can give yourself a timeline, but it's like, do you know how like hard it is to get pregnant? Obviously some people... (laughs) Jenica's like, not really. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know what sex was. (laughs) Friend Jenica's here. She got pregnant at a young age, so we were just making a fun little teen pregnancy joke there. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, it's like, it's actually like hard to get pregnant. So it's funny because people will be like, you know, I want to, I'm going to be pregnant by 28. I want to be pregnant by 29. You can be like, cool. You can set that timeline for yourself. But what if when I try to get pregnant at 30 or 29 or whatever, that doesn't work. So. I don't like, I would love to be pregnant at 29 or 30, but at the end of the day, I just want to be happy. I want to be, I want to have financial freedom. I have financial freedom right now. And it's like, so, so nice to just like be able to like do what I want and like put forth efforts. Like, cause I mean, I can put money into businesses that I want to start or I can do things like that. And so that's nice. And like being on my feet is a better word than financial freedom is not maybe the right word, but just like being on my feet is a great word to use mm-hmm. and having like the freedom to do the own job I want. Like I get, people get so much flack for being Instagram influencers and like, it's more like understood and accepted now. But like in this past year, like I've gotten so much shit from so many people, like people that are like swipe up. What ad are you doing today? And I'm like, you know what I'm doing today? I'm waking up and I'm doing what the fuck I want to do. Like yeah. that's what I'm doing today because I have that freedom. Mm-hmm. So you can make your little swipe up jokes all you want, but at the end of the day, like I have freedom to do what I want and that makes me happy. Yeah, no, Truly. that's awesome. 
That's awesome. I wish I had that freedom. But... Oh, Kelly. <laughs> You're drinking uh, two I bottles know. of champagne on a Tuesday about... night. Get the fuck out of here. It's you about have... me pad time. <laughs> you have freedom. Just got you a necklace that says vodka. I think you're pretty free. <laughs> okay, I have a hard question for you. Okay. If you were going to pick a song to describe your life right now, what would you choose? You can pick like one to three to five, however many songs you feel. But it's tough. It's a tough one. This is such a tough question. I said I was going to think about it, but I forgot to think about it. Um, think about it. Okay. She told me I can't do Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson anymore. She was like, I know mine. <laughs> I know mine. I was like, what is it? And she was like, it's always going to be Breakaway. And I was like, Okay, Kelly, first of all, it but can't, it. It can't it. always be that. I've changed it. Yeah, you just got a promotion in your job. I said that her current song that describes her life should be, I'm moving on up, no, no, moving no, no, on no, up. No, no. no? Can't Hold Us Down by Christina Aguilera because I'm sick of men telling me what the fuck I can do. Ooh, okay, I like I was that. just in like a meeting with all men and I started to speak and people talked over me. And hate I was that. like, oh, hate that. Oh my God. So I'm going to say, Can't Hold Us Down by Christina Aguilera and Lil Kim. I'm shocked that you didn't say The Man by I was Taylor close, Swift. But I feel like that's, that's an people obvious. Are, people are expecting too, my Taylor Swift. Too predictable. Okay, yeah. I love The Man right now. Love that. Okay. I actually just like recently had a conversation with my friends that were like talking about my life. I mean, I was single for like a brief period and like, you know, bounced around a couple teams. Mm-hmm. And they're like trying to make fun of me. And I was like, okay. And I looked at our dude friends and I was like, if you think for one fucking second that you wouldn't like come back to our friend and be like, bro, Hope Solo just asked me Hope to come Solo. home. Isn't that like a hot soccer player? She's like a little psychopath. Don't Who Alex, Morgan. Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan. If some guy was like, Oh my God, dude, Alex Morgan asked me to come yeah, home with yeah. you. Everyone would be like, bro, oh my God. Yeah. And then the next like month, they were like, oh my God, Jennifer Lopez just asked me to go home with her. Everyone would be like, bro. So your song's the man. So my song's like, hey, get fucked. Like, why am I not allowed to have fun when I'm 22? Right. I mean, this was years and years ago. And I'm like, I just can't stand that. Like, that's like a tale as old as time. And like, yeah. that's, you know, an old record. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I love that song. That's not my song for like right now in life. I don't know what my song right now in life would be like what do you think it is low by kelly clarkson no i just i don't know that song oh my god is that bad it's such a good one you need to know it fuck bitches get money my current song for life is fuck well, one bitches thing about get money. you what go ahead a lot of people think you're like super confident which you are but you're also a really vulnerable person and yeah so like you really care about people. You give a fuck. And I feel like a lot of people don't see that side. No. Of and I, I agree with that. I'm not trying to be like vain right now, but I really give so many fucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, my cousin passed away and all of a sudden you're like, go see Ashley Simpson. Like those are things people remember. That's and really that, sweet. Yeah. And I'm not just trying to, I'm not just trying to hype and suck up to Shannon. It's the truth. And I feel like a lot of people don't know that side of you. Because, again, that's a vulnerable side that you don't want people to see because, in a way, I get it because it's like people can use that against you. Well, also, I just think, like, if you're doing good deeds and you're this – is, this is a hard one for me because I'm like, if you're doing good deeds, absolutely post about it. Post about it so that someone else is inspired to do a good deed. But there are certain things that if but you, you don't do, do – for you don't do things for people for them to tag you in their story. Yeah, and it's just hard for me, too, because I'm like – Sometimes I'm like, I really want to do something nice for someone. And I say sometimes, all the time, I want to do something nice for someone. Whether it's my mom, my close friend, my close friend's daughter, my you, like my my dad, mom, brother, like just random people on the street. Like when I want to do something nice for someone, I want to post about it. And then I'm like, okay, are people going to think I'm just doing this so right. I can post about it? Like, 
And that's that's the life that's hard to live. Like if, you know, if Sally that lives in your hometown that has a thousand followers posted something nice she did, everyone would be like, wow, did you see what Sally did today? But then I have like, you know, and I shouldn't care about them, but I have like the 400, 500 or maybe a thousand people that are like, did you see what Shannon posted today? God, she needs attention. And it's just yeah. like, I really, I really do. I really do love like doing nice things for people. I, yeah. I mean, that's just something that like genuinely brings me happiness. And like, I like like getting things for people or doing things and I sound like I'm like hyping myself up no, here but I no, really no, do no, like no. that like that is something that actually brings me like sheer joy and if you guys have ever taken the love language um the love language test so there's like a test that you can take with your partner or whatever and it shows you what your love language is so my love language is gifts which okay. makes me sound ridiculous but like I don't need gifts as in like I don't need John to buy me a Louis Vuitton bag I wanted to go to the fucking gas station and see a payday and be like Shannon loves paydays I'm gonna get her a payday and then come home and be like I saw this payday and made me think of you and I'll be like yeah. oh my god give me that nugget and peanut butter you're so sweet like things like that so in return usually whatever your love language is is what you do for other people yeah. so some people are like acts of service some people are like words of affirmation so mine my love language is gifts so that's how I show my love too yeah. like I love to like get things for people and do things and when I, I can tell you this now when I was broke as fuck which was very recently like I mean even when I like was on the show and worked around common James like I was broke and yeah. I whether that was poor money management or just you know I didn't get paid that much like I was broke and I still would take money and like buy things for people or do things for people whether that was a like insignificant shot of tequila at the bar like I just I don't know I like just like to get things for people so I've decided your song what is it autobiography by Ashley Simpson you are just ask me like, if you want Shannon's autobiography, just ask Shannon. That is true. Wait, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I love autobiography by yeah, Ashley Simpson. I really one. do. So yeah. I think that's Shannon's song. I am a very open book if you want to know something. I can promise you that I don't, like, front. Like, I don't no. put up a, like, front or try to be someone I'm not uh, to a fault to the point that that's why, like, when people don't like me, I'm never like, I wonder why they don't like me. I'm like, well, I could probably think of a couple of reasons they don't like me. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I get it. Like, cause I, cause I really am just, I'm, I am who I am. And that is understandable that a, a lot of people don't really yeah. jive with them. Not everyone's a cup of tea. No, I get it. People don't like honesty. It's really hard to hear sometimes. That's true. So we're going to end this with probably my favorite question that we were at, that somebody asked us. This one is so good. If you were trapped in an elevator with anyone who was on Very Cavallari, and I'm going to minus John, Reagan, Taylor, and Worth, who would you choose? <laughs> I was just trapped in a fucking elevator. <laughs> <laughs> I fringe and I was just trapped on our elevator. Uh, okay. This is so hard for me because I was like, wait, this is easy. And she's like, no, 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 no. You cannot pick John Taylor Worth or Reagan. And I was like, shit. I think – now, see, what's even funnier is I could give you the breakdown of what each experience would be with each other person. Like, I could be like, if I was trapped with Brittany, this is what it would be like. If I was trapped with Chris, this is what it would be like. If I was trapped with me and Kelly, whatever. But I think – I think I'd pick – So, I mean any season. Any season you could pick from, not just the season you were on. Okay. Because – I know some of the girls who are on season two worked with you in season one. Right. And so like, it's funny because Colby and I, we were the first employees ever for Uncommon James and people mm -hmm. don't realize how close her and I got. I mean, we were together. We were working there because for a while, I mean, it was like, we were just working in Kristen's like living room, right. like literally just like, you know, in her office space upstairs, like just working. So, uh, I would probably pick Colby. I would, I would rather, she's so, nice. she's so nice. Yeah. I mean, she's just so nice. She's wonderful. I would, I would probably rather the elevator like spontaneously combust than be stuck in it with like Jay Cutler. So I would, you know, 
I he would like make me laugh because he would say some mean shit because I like I laugh at mean shit. People are always like, "Is Jay mean?" And I'm like, I fucking love that sense of if humor. If I pick on you, it means I love you. No, it's it's wild because like I love that sense of humor. At first, I was like, Jay is so fucking funny, Jay. and then I realized he's just like real like not nice, not nice guy to yeah. me. And to me, like I will preface to me. And then someone would say, you know, Kristen would be like, he doesn't fucking like you. Why would he be nice <laughs> to you? So like I've actually seen an interview where she's been like, Jay never liked her, so he was never nice to her. And I'm like, okay. All right. Well, okay. So yeah, wouldn't want to be stuck with him. Um, yeah, I would pick Colby, which I guess I was just really trying to think of our season. But yeah, I, yeah Colby, definitely Colby. Okay, good answer. Good answer. She would just be like, "It's gonna be okay. We're gonna get out of here. We're gonna get out of here. Your eyebrows look great today. What are you doing to your eyebrows? They look great. Like she'd be so nice. I'm like, Colby, we're gonna fucking die. And she'd be like, No, no, no. It's fine. Well, thank you so so much for doing this. Obviously, you. You bound a day one biatch for us. Day one. We've been through it all. Yeah. Like I said, like, people don't get it. I was mean to you. No. I I got in a fight with Shannon. Shannon and I got in a fight one. It was a one-sided fight. Yeah, you got in a fight with yourself. I wasn't aware of the fight. (laughs) fun fact, I'm my own worst enemy. Yeah, what do you... When I found out about this, I was like, sis, come to me. Shannon was like, come over, we need to talk. Like what? Literally that day, I was like, I have prosecco in the fridge. What is going on? Yeah, yeah. It was it was a messy day, but we've it's almost been a year. It's our fight. It's our fight. It's our fight anniversary. Our fight anniversary. It's almost our fight anniversary. I sent you cookies and you were mad at me. But seriously, thank you so much for joining us. I had a blast, and we always love hearing from Shannon Ford. Let's chug this fucking champagne.